0: to be a street cop? Uh-huh. Alright, happy Saturday everybody Look, we have stuff on the wall here Live video, street cop training Headquarters here in Alvin, New Jersey I am uh, sitting here reading case law Had to go to a kid's birthday party No no street cop t-shirt on My wife would not allow me to wear a street cop t-shirt To uh, my son's friend's birthday party Thanks But anyway I want to take some time. I'm reading case law here today. I try to get 30 pages done a day and it sparks something that I think is important for everybody to know. And This applies to everybody across the country. This is not just a New Jersey thing. And I'm going to try to explain this as clearly as possible. When you don't know what you're talking about as a police officer and you're going through procedures that you think are correct, but they're in the correct incorrect in the eyes of the law because you haven't educated yourself what you can and can't do. And under what, what circumstances is somebody arrested, um, You can screw things up. A lot of stuff that makes case law negatively for police, but it's never negatively because now we know what we can and can't do, and we just got to do what we're supposed to do in those circumstances. So there's really never any negative case law. It's say to see people's cases get lost because of misunderstanding or lack thereof of education regarding this stuff. Case law is probably the most um, important subject that we have in law enforcement. Obviously, tactics and all that other stuff comes into play, but it's extremely important you guys understand the concepts of this, and that's why I have this whole whole company and these courses that i we do to try to help you better understand how to apply these things. So uh, let me give you and so you don't lose cases in court so you know what you're doing and although there might be some antagonistic positions on, well, that doesn't sound correct, well, you just got to read it. There's nothing to debate. it's correct. So let me just um let me emphasize a few things. One, there's always a junction in it's some kind of incident, whether it's a motor vehicle stop or responding to a scene or investigation where if you are arresting somebody, there's a nexus that happens between when the police were allowed to arrest the person or technically the person was under arrest. And when the police officer actually thought that the person was under arrest, there may be times in your career where you are uh, Under the impression that you may not have had enough at this junction, but you did. And technically, because you did, but you didn't know it, that person's under arrest. So any questioning that that you're giving to somebody designed to elicit an incriminating statement is going to inherently be suppressed. Let me give you an example for the New Jersey guys. Because you can be arrested for the odor of marijuana in New Jersey, because State versus Judge exists, and it actually quotes that the person was technically under arrest, the driver, because the car smelled like marijuana, and I'll put that language up there in this post. I'm going to write that down. Let me just take my little notepad out. Jesus, where's my notepad? All right, I got a million notepads. Here, here's one. So I'll uh, just put Judge down because I'm going to reference that, and we're going to reference O'Neill, and I'll add that language. so You can read it, so you, can, you don't have to not believe me or not, but. Here's what happens. Because you're technically under arrest when you smell like marijuana or when a car smells like marijuana, and especially the driver, because it implicates a public safety risk of having CDS in a motor vehicle. And if you go back to State versus Pierce, that's one of those things it falls into. When you have a car that smells like weed and you begin to question somebody without first advising them of their Miranda rights as a patrol officer and Let's have, say you have stepped step out of a car. Although you didn't think they were under arrest and you didn't place them in handcuffs or advise them that they were under arrest, it doesn't mean they technically weren't arrest, under arrest in the eyes of the court. So when you go to court and they try to suppress this, they're going to have a good suppression because we have existing case law. right? We have existing case law that says once your car smells like weed, you're under arrest. Once you smell like weed, you're under arrest. Now, I, I'm, I'm not telling and advocating people to... Go out. I'm using New Jersey as an example. I'm not advocating. And let's be very clear. This is a New Jersey thing, but the concept applies to everybody. I'm going to use something else in a second, uh, which will help you better understand this. But because that person was technically under arrest, and you didn't know that because, you know, you just didn't know that when somebody smells oh, shit, when somebody's like weed, you can arrest them. Uh, when the car smells like weed, that means the driver's under arrest, a hundred percent. You know, yeah. So, when you take him out of the car and you fail to read Miranda, you say questions like, Hey, is there anything illegal in the car? And the guy says, Yeah, there's a handgun in the trunk, which we know PC satisfies the impress requirement. And you go into the trunk because now you're allowed to. Um, not, not only the impressive requirement, PC's when somebody, it, I'm sorry, what I meant is admission is PC. So admission is PC. So they say, Yeah, there's a gun in the trunk. Now you can go and search the trunk. You find the gun. Well, what's going to happen when you come to court is they're going to review your video and say, Well, so the car smelled like weed, right, officer? And you're going to say, Yeah. Uh, now, if we refer back to State versus Judge, technically the guy was under arrest. We use in State versus um, George Myers, and technically my client was under arrest. Well, no, 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 I didn't tell him he was under arrest, sir. It didn't matter whether or not you told my client he was under arrest. In the eyes of the court, this man was under arrest at this junction. Now, did you charge him with under fifty? The answer will be, well, I didn't. I uh, charged him with the gun. Well, why didn't you charge him under fifty? That's what it says in the case. Well, don't you know, case law officer? And you're going to go. Oh, 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 oh. So technically, because my guy was under arrest, and you've designed, you posed questions designed to elicit incriminating statements. And he admitted to you that the gun was in the trunk. And that's where you searched and found it after he was under arrest without giving my client Miranda. That's what happened. Isn't, isn't that right, officer? And you're going to say, well, yeah, because the, the tape doesn't lie. So one, uh, you may want to get into the habit of, of uh, reading Miranda. like That's, that's advice. When you can better understand what people were actually arrested for, and understand how the how the uh, I'm trying to fix my hair on the camera thing. Uh, when you can understand what what actually constitutes an arrest, even though you may not know it in your mind, you got to know that, guys. I, I don't say these things because I want to ruffle feathers. I don't want to get the old guys all upset. I'm telling you these things because these are real stuff. You know how many people have called me and said these exact circumstances? They came upon kind of a suspicious vehicle. Uh, it smelled like weed. They didn't read Miranda, and their, the statements of the suspects were suppressed. A motor vehicle stops, same circumstances that I just explained to you in New Jersey where the officer did not read Miranda because he did not know that they were technically under arrest. And he calls me and goes, dude, I didn't fucking know that. I said, well, I know you should have came to my class. You would have known that. So when I tell you I advocate that when you're stopping a car that smells like weed, um, that's funny. <laughs> when When I advocate to you that when a car smells like weed, you must read Miranda before— Posing questions designed to elicit incriminating statements. What that means is when you're asking questions for them to admit some kind of bullshit, some kind of guilt or to tell you or admit something, you're going to have an issue. Now, what you might say is, well, I've done that and nothing ever happened. Let's be very clear, everybody. A lot of stuff gets through this system that is never caught um, by prosecutors. uh, Everybody on every level literally will have no clue. But if they actually knew this stuff, when you come across that one defense attorney that this guy gets or this girl gets, this defendant gets, they're going to eat you for breakfast if you don't know what you're doing. You're going to lose a case, and I hate to see it with something good. It stinks. Um, it's an imperfect system, why they render opinions. The judicial system is not blind. Uh, it is not fair. Um, and a lot of people involved in it really don't know what they're doing. So it could seem very contrary to what I'm explaining to you, but I promise you the things and the tools that I'm giving you. Sound. Of people are messaging me on Facebook because this happens all day long But uh, the thing I'm telling you we're not, I'm not telling you this because I, it sounds great I'm telling you this because I figured out That we're doing things fucked up And you got to fix them Anyway, on to my second point There may be other times and other circumstances Where you may have A de facto arrest Or you have, may have developed enough probable cause But in your mind You have not um, You have not connected the fact that this person's under arrest. Remember, at the point where you've connected the ability, where you've come across it to the point where the person is technically has the ability to be arrested, that's when Miranda kicks in. All right? So, with that being said, I know I had one other point to make. I forgot what I was going to... Let me just check what I had written down here. I thought I had one more point to make. My point is this here. I know a lot of you don't customarily... Miranda. Okay. I know that's not a common thing, but I'm telling you, if you are failing to do so under these circumstances and you're uncomfortable with it, you're going to have an issue. You're a police officer. I've never done it before. We don't do that here. I've never seen another patrol officer read Miranda. That's all fine and dandy until it comes to the point when you need, or you should have read Miranda and you didn't. And then you're sitting around, scratch your head going, well, oh, I, I didn't know. Well, now, you know, now there's no excuses. Let this be the day that you will begin to read Miranda, document that in your report, and you're a police officer. Like, you have to read Miranda to people. It will happen at that time. Uh, people say, oh, the only people who read Miranda in my department are detectives. And we had a guy that I talked to, and you're probably in the group watching a video, like, okay, is the detective running out to a scene when it smells like weed in a car? You, you're notifying the bureau and calling a detective in so he can come out and read Miranda? You're going to have to. You're going to have to, especially in New Jersey, while this stuff is still illegal, which is not going to be much longer, uh, Let's see. Somebody wrote in, and dude, you could have commented on the video. Uh, statements were were suppressed, but here in New York City, you still have the right to search a vehicle based on the vehicle or exception. Best bet is just not to ask anything. Try to stay anonymous. Uh, I don't... Enrique, I know you're NYPD. Dude, I don't know what you're advocating there. Um, you're saying that you're not allowed to read Miranda as a New York City police officer. i that hard to believe. Uh, and I'm not picking on you, dude, there's a discussion. And if you're watching this video, dude, just post it in the group so we can discuss it, so you can chat back and forth. As a matter of fact, I could pull you on camera and you can kind of explain what you're talking about. Oh, he says he's trying to stay anonymous. All right, Sorry, dude. My bad. <laughs> I just realized that he would stay anonymous. Um, statements were suppressed here, but we're still have the right through. Yeah, we can still search the car when it smells like we're here in New Jersey. I mean, we have a scope of a search, a little different here, but uh, we have the vehicle. We yeah, have motor vehicle exception. Uh, he says, best just not to ask anything. Well, yeah, but no. Like, if you ask things, that's not really you know. You don't have to be afraid to ask things. You should do things the right way. You shouldn't be afraid to do this job, guys. When you know this stuff, when I can teach it to you, you can go out and you can apply it. You know, the amount of uh, you know, horn locking that's going on, debating whether th- this information is correct. Like, it's not even. It's not even me. I'm literally citing case law to you, and the things that I'm seeing that are problems that I experienced as a as a police officer with 14 years of experience. Uh, you know, seeing the, the, the incorrect things that are done in the field. And guys. And I've seen stuff suppressed. Dude, people in this group have had stuff suppressed. Well, anyway, with that being said, I hope you found value in today's uh, course. I say course. In today's video. It's Saturday, guys. It's fucking 7 o'clock. I'm going to go home. And um, I'll be back on here. We'll be here tomorrow. We have a lot of collaboration going on here on a Sunday here at Street Cop Training. A lot of cool stuff happening, man. We got a lot of cool stuff for you guys uh, in the future. Again, we're, uh, we're biting off as much as we can chew one, one piece at a time. If I could do anything for you, remember, uh, for anybody who wants to come out for June 6th, we'll be at martels Steaky Bar, 5 o'clock, weather pending. If not, we'll push it off to next week. Hopefully the weather will be nice. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Take care.